All right. I'm here with my wife, Heather. Uh, but before we get started, <laughs> you're, you're already laughing. We're going to hear uh, brand new intro music. This is a preview of what we'll have in 2016, season two of the podcast, because this is the last episode of this year. So um, we have brand new intro music. So we're going to like pause for a second and we're going to splice in the intro music, but you just have to pretend that we're listening to it. All right. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, here we go. That. Let's pause. Okay. This is Isaac Morehouse. Welcome to the podcast where we discuss education, entrepreneurship, big ideas, how to put them into practice in the real world, and above all, how to live free. Okay, that was a great song, wasn't it? I liked it. Well, okay. It was okay. You, we didn't just listen to it now, but you have heard I've it. heard it before and I like it, but I don't do well with change. See, that's not a very strong endorsement, considering Tim LeVan Miller, who was on this show before, the accountant musician. I didn't say I didn't like it. I said I don't do well with change. Okay, well, Tim made that song specifically for this podcast. Because before, you know, I had my inspirational, <laughs> and everyone was like, yeah, that's kind of weird. It sounds like a, you know, stock inspirational, like, yeah. whatever. So I didn't love that at first, but now I'm used to that. Well, you'll get used to this too, and then you'll yeah. eventually love it. Yeah, so thank you, true. Tim LeVan Miller, for the uh, new intro music. We also have new transition music you'll be hearing in future episodes, because... Again, next year, you will start to see uh, another new thing. We have some sponsors of the show. And this episode is also being sponsored. Heather, do you know who our sponsors are? I think one is Fee. That's, right? that, is co- that is correct. Yay! The Foundation for Economic Education. And the other is Praxis, of course. Well, of course. I should have so, said that first. So this is our, here's where we're going to do the ad for the sponsors. But I want you to help me. So, Fee, <laughs> the Foundation for Economic Education. Oh, I was hoping you'd let me say it. Oh, I remembered. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. What does Fee, Fee stand for? The Foundation for Economic Education. That's right. Who is the founder of Fee? Heather? Leonard Reed. No. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, because Larry Reed, Leonard Reed. Sometimes yes. The current I get them president confused. is Larry Reed. I know no the relation. difference. But... Okay. So, uh, who do you think should attend a Fee seminar, and why would they want to attend one? Oh. Um, I don't remember the core mission of Feast. So I don't what really is, know there. Who, who is one of the faculty members at these seminars? I don't know. Me? Oh, you. <laughs> you don't need to know anything else. <laughs> See, I'm here. That's to keep, why people should go. I'm here to keep you humble, Isaac. I don't want to be kept humble. But the universe oh, knows it's good. this was a good. bad idea. All right. So the Foundation for Economic Education is one Time of the sponsors. Time for a drink of wine. Yes. What are you drinking there, by the way? Um, this is a Cabernet Merlot blend from my favorite store, Costco. All I know is it was in a very large bottle, which usually means high quality, right? <laughs> oh, oh, of course. Quantity. Yeah. And my Always. whiskey. You can hear the ice. Wait. Ding. This was in uh, a plastic container. Jim Beam, mm-hmm. I believe. Even better quality. Oh, look at we peaked the the uh, the the megahertz or something when we. Does got, that it got we too made loud. too much noise? All right, this is like Bob and Doug McKenzie. I know. Okay, let start me, okay, talking let real me quality. Get to, let me get to fee here. Sorry, 
Fee is sponsoring, and if you've never been to a seminar, if you're a high school student or a college student, it is an amazing experience, usually about three days. They have some shorter ones, but the cool thing about it is everybody who's there wants to be there, and they're interested in engaging in the ideas of economics, economic thinking. Check out fee.org slash seminars. If you apply to go to one, uh, put in there that you heard about it on the Isaac Morehouse podcast. Uh, I don't know what that will do. They'll give you some sort of special treatment. <laughs> Hopefully they won't reject you right away. And then, of course, the other sponsor is Praxis, uh, the company that I founded. And it's a company, it's a one-year program for young people in the 18 to 25 range where you get a chance to work with entrepreneurs and learn what it's like to run a business. There's coaching, there's a professional development curriculum, very intensive program. Now, you may be asking Isaac, isn't it, were you going to, you were going to ask this, weren't you? Isaac, isn't it a conflict of interest for you? You're a faculty member mm -hmm. at Fee. Praxis is your own company. How could you be promoting them? You know, isn't there some sort of conflict? You took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. See, I knew you were thinking that. Mm -hmm. um, there is no conflict of interest. In fact, nothing could be more aligned with my interests. My interests are in the ideas of liberty, the ideas of freedom, in living a freer life, in self-directed learning, in entrepreneurship. And that's what fee and that's what praxis are all about. So to me, that's what this show is all about. And I couldn't think of better sponsors. Okay. Um, transition music now from the sponsor portion of the show. Ready? Yes. Listening. What do you think of the transition music? Bliss. Have you actually ever Inspiration. heard Inspiration. Because we just no. paused and we're splicing it in. I don't think you've ever heard the... the it's a I little bit funkier. I imagined it and it sounded amazing in my head. All right. So this episode... Now, Heather, I've been wanting to bring you on. This is my wife, Heather. Uh, why is she here? Hello. For many reasons, but mostly because she's the wind beneath my wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why are, why are you laughing? I'm trying to be romantic Never here. were truer words spoken. That's right. But I've, I've been wanting to interview you on the show for a while because I find that when you... It's just like with writing. You write about what you know, and that's usually the best <clears throat> writing. And on this podcast, some of the most interesting and most enjoyable episodes have been people that I know well, even if they're not famous people, like our son, mm -hmm. NL. His was a great episode. Our, still the most listened to episode uh, thus far this year in 2015. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Obviously, my brother Levi and several people, TK Coleman, mm -hmm. people that I know well. And I've wanted to bring you on um, for a while, and you've sort of balked at it. Yeah, I've Why? tried to delay. Um, I don't do well under pressure. That's I not true. I don't do well under pressure. You've got three kids. You're always under pressure, and you manage. I mean... Maybe it's because you want me to, and that makes me want to... Oh, because I want you to do the podcast. You want to rebel against yeah, it? Yeah, I, I think subconsciously, yeah. Cause so do you feel pressured to be here right now? Yeah, I feel nervous. I'm not having to focus you, on my work. Because when I, when I, well, maybe that's because of the giant bottle of cheap wine. I don't know. No, that we opened that tonight. Okay, we, so you haven't had, there's no alcohol impact here. Yeah, I, uninvolved. I can, I can vouch for that. Um, no, so I mean, I... And then I pitched to you, how about I do a year in review? I want to do just the last episode of the year 
What if you just joined me for that one and you said, okay, that, that actually yeah, sounds fun. Yeah, I was excited, but then tonight I felt nervous. I don't know why. At scrutiny or something. We might have to, I don't I don't know what you're gonna ask. We might have that to makes dig deeper worried. and figure out what, what the, the source of the answer is. Yeah, you didn't is. give me a list of topics ahead of time. Well, because I don't have one. This is all I want to do is is really review what's happened this year. Okay. And and reflect and look forward to next year. So in okay. many ways. Now starting with the podcast itself. I was just looking at this. I launched the very first episode was March thirtieth. And we have done 43 regular episodes, 19 special episodes, which wow. are like Ask Isaac episodes or special You're promo prolific. episodes. And we've had 32 different guests on. Um, that's been pretty amazing. Yeah, that's, you're productive. So you don't, you know, so I've been writing for many, many years and you almost never have read things that I write. And I'm not yeah. saying that as an insult. <laughs> I, like I'm, I'm, I'm used to that. It's okay. I, I'm a devoted wife. It's what actually, no, it's about? actually, it's actually good though, because it, it reminds me that, you know, when I'm in writing something or if people are like, hey, that was a nice piece you wrote, that I exit that world and I'm in a real world yeah. where you're just like, whatever, you just write. Yeah, that's part of what yeah, you do. I, Who cares? I used to say, like, oh, I'm going to read everything you... Yeah, no, I never have. Well, no, I've read a few and then it tapers off. But I have been amazed. I never pushed you. I never said, hey, listen to the podcast. Check it out. Yeah. But you have listened to a number of episodes. Yeah, probably 80%. I'm really interested. Is there something about the format that you like better than writing? Or um, what what made you decide to listen to it? And what do you like or dislike about it? Well, I suppose it's partly practical. I can have headphones on and listen while I'm, you know, going about my day. Milking folding laundry. Goats. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, normal part of a housewife's day. We don't really have goats. But I would like to. That sounds fun. <laughs> okay you sprung no, this on me this was not fair no no it's practical but you know i can't really sit and, and read in the in a corner of the house while the kids are causing mayhem but i can listen so as a listener of this distinguished podcast mm-hmm. uh how many episodes would you say you've listened to well how many did you see you have total well if you count the special episodes i have 63 60 yeah 62 okay. episodes. I, I want to say I've listened to probably 45, but since I tend to exaggerate, I bet I've listened to at least half. So probably at least probably not, like th- nine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, probably at least 30. Wow. And, um, I didn't know you'd listen to that many. Yeah, I listen. I try to look, catch up every few days. Okay, so give me the highlights, best and worst. Which episodes were you like, mm, that could have used some work? And which, w- without, of course, insulting any of our wonderful guests. And, uh, wh- and which have been the ones that are like, okay, that... That's where this show is in its groove. Because I'm really trying to learn. I don't know. I just started this thing. And I feel sometimes like I'm kind of like, okay, when I do more of this, it's better. When I do less of that. But I don't even know. So I'm curious from your standpoint as a listener, what are the parts where you're most enjoying it? And you're like, yeah, I like it when the show goes like this. Okay. Well, I don't want to get into specific guests. But I would say those that I found, those episodes that I found to be a little bit drier were those that you seem to geek out more about. Maybe the guests that you were just like nerding out, excited to have on. <laughs> and, so you're telling and so me to, to you, bring... you and the guests were just so into the nitty gritty that I tended to get a little bored. So you're telling me to bring on guests that I don't really care about and I'm not interested in. <laughs> That's a 
sad no, conclusion. No, no, no. I know. No, 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 no. No, no I know what you I mean. So, like, so there's, guess where, where if we're getting, if it's clear that I'm very familiar with their work, um, you like I'm uniquely interested in it. Yeah, maybe it becomes a little too niche. We get for into your the audience. weeds. Yeah. yeah, and and that can be great, but you know. Um, I, I think that that conflicts with one of the main things I like about your podcast, which there's, which is that there's such variety. Your podcast is eclectic, and that's why I come to it out of interest and not just devotion as a wife. I like what you have to say. So when you get sort of into the nerddom, I'm a little like, meh, it's okay. You All know right. what I mean? All right. No, yeah. that's good. That's yeah. actually, that's that's good. That's fair. Um, <laughs> it is a variety it show. Is fair. Which is why when you finally get goats, we will bring goats on the show. Okay. Well, like a Yay! True and chickens. Show. I'm thinking about chickens, but, but I don't think our HOA would be okay, cool with that. Well, we're renters, too. How I know. Are we get our landlord? I know. I'm conflicted. I have no interest in goats or chickens, <laughs> <laughs> except for on my plate. I knew you were going to say that. You eat them. All right. So, uh... First, before we do a little bit more chit-chatting, tell us about yourself. Myself. So the question I like to ask people all the time, as you may or may not know, Mm -hmm. if you ever read my stuff, you would know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look at it. This is your platform for describing your bitterness. Instead of, where are you from? What's your job? Blah, blah, blah. All that stuff is so based on external circumstances or titles. And I like to ask, what's your story? Mm -hmm. So what's your story? Oh, see, that right there is why I was so nervous to be a guest. I don't know how to describe myself. Um, Probably partly because we got married and had kids so young (laughs) that I've been a mom for so long. It's hard to describe my personality apart from that. But um, but I'll start with that. Um, We've been married for 12 years. We have three kids. The oldest is 10 and a half. So we're well into parenthood. But I'm also really into things like history. You know, we live here in Charleston and I love the local history. I love exploring plantations, especially ruins. I love to be outside. I love to wander in the woods. Um, I love homeschooling our kids in a really free and wild manner. We really unschool. Um, I am an artist, but I haven't really been dabbling in that for 10 years. I cook a lot. I don't really clean a whole lot. I like to run. I like yoga. I don't know. What else? You're, what am I missing? You're a great cook. Okay, Thanks. so... Uh, yeah, you like my soup. Every superhero has an origin story. Ooh. So, <gasps> Am I a superhero? Of course you are. Oh, what a compliment. I mean, um, how else could you manage my ego... NL, who was on this podcast, clearly he mm-hmm. doesn't have a shortage of ego. True. Somehow. You, Very true. You lived through all this. So uh, what's your origin story? I mean, where are you from? What, what are you? Oh, my what, God. What, I mean, wait, okay. When you That's were, too much pressure. All right, all right. How about this? How about this? We'll make it easier. We'll make it easier. Because we don't, we don't need all the biographical, you know, I was born yeah. in a small town. <laughs> I can get caught up in that. Yes. Uh, I don't know. So um, when you were a young girl... What you're doing now, if you if you could see your current life right now, what do you think little girl Heather would have thought of this? Oh, um, hmm. Little girl Heather would have been impressed with the family and household that I that I run. Um, you know, just I think little girl little girl Heather would have been in awe of adult Heather because all little girls are. They're, little girls are in awe of women. 
um, little girl mother would have been disappointed that I'm not living out Ivanhoe, that old maid, maidens and knights story, because that's really all I dreamt of. Knights and maidens and castles and all that stuff. So would you say I'm your knight in shining armor? <laughs> no. I would never say that. <laughs> what, what, not, what, not even symbolically. Um. Hey. So okay. okay. So you. So you. Do you used, need me to say yes? <laughs> so you. Used, yes. So you used to dream about Whoa. some hero. Yeah. Look at what you Sorry. did to the audio. You don't need to get that close to the mic. Too powerful. So you used to dream about some heroic, brave man. Yeah, it's Swooping like, you up and you two going on adventures and you're telling me that there's nothing about me that symbolizes any of that? Well, no, you are. You're definitely rogue and um, rebel. <laughs> but look about us. Look, look at our suburban life. What? This isn't a castle? <laughs> Come on. Uh, right. Yeah, no, it was all that, all those old Disney classic reruns. I watched too much of it. Um, you mean so you wish you were like... With anthropomorphic animals? Oh, you mean like non-animated? Like the really Yeah, old... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was too yeah. sophisticated for me as a child. Uh-huh. You know, Captain Blood, Errol Flynn. Oh, no, I did watch that... Captain yeah, Blood. Yeah, you watched that too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We, we like Swiss Family Robinson. That's oh, not yeah. Knights and Castles. No, I mean, but, I grew up on you know, that kind of an diet. epic journey. Fritz Ernst. Uh, Swiss Family, I could probably quote the whole movie. The thing about Swiss Treasure Family Island? Robinson. Treasure Island? Yeah, sorry. Oh, Treasure Island? Yeah, yes. we love okay. the same thing. Which version, though? Oh, Treasure Island. well, I grew up on the book first, yes. which is, of course, awesome. But then the um, TV version with Christian Bale and Charlton Heston is... Kept See, now I grew up on the Long other TV version with... It was well, like a Disney version. It was a Disney version. Uh, it wasn't Charlton Heston. And I had never seen the Charlton Heston version until you and I started mm, dating. Well, you are younger than I am. Well, by two years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's enough when you're young. Okay, so... We what what else has changed this year? Um, what do you think when you think back on 2015, the kids, the family, praxis, the all the things that we are a part of? Mm-hmm. Any any thoughts? Any any reflections on the year? Boy, I got to think about that for a minute. Did you know I published two books this year? And you did and 365 blog posts. I I I said before you you're highly prolific. I'm not looking for compliments. I was just kidding. I was just kidding. <laughs> truly, truly kidding. Yes. Um. But seriously. Good job. Tell me you love me. Uh, <laughs> this is so horrible. You have to delete this whole. No, thing. we're not. This is absolutely. This is gold. This is gold. Okay. I'm so uncomfortable. Um. Um. You know, I think, honestly, you know how I am. I have very short memory, short-term memory, and um, I live very much in the moment. I tend to forget what we've done. I'm sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> Hush you. But I'm really just thinking more about in the next couple months. Since we, I think that because earlier this year, when 2015 was young, we sort of looked at the year and decided to travel. Um. I really just have preeminent in my mind is our travel to Ecuador in 2016. Oh, you're, you're teasing what's coming next. Oh, were you going to talk about that? We'll just transition to that Yeah, next. do that Yeah, because I was going to reflect on 2015 and then talk about what comes. Well, part of it's been the prep for that. What comes in store. Well, okay, yeah. before we okay. get before we get to, to what's new in 2016. Okay. Briefly. Ask me specific questions. Yeah, okay. That's, that's good. Help me out here. Help me help you. Okay, so. Is that from Jerry Maguire? 
Well done. Yes. Well done. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, because usually I always remember movie lines, and you don't. But you yeah. remember every like you actor, remember lyrics. Every actor's yeah. face. Yeah. It'll be like some extra I'm who's like, like a you know who's like dead civilian number thirty five, and you're like, oh, that's so and so from BBC. Because <laughs> um, there's well, that's in fairness, there are only like nine BBC actors. Uh, okay, so. There's a couple things about our life that are fairly unusual to most people, and unusual even for us, maybe 10 years ago, five years ago. So um, we unschool mm-hmm. our kids. Right. Um, you don't go to work. You're home with the kids. Right. Which I would argue is uh, much, much more difficult than going into an office somewhere. Um, Depends. I yeah. run a business, but I mostly work from home. Mm-hmm. I travel quite a bit, but sometimes you guys even come with me on my mm-hmm. travel yeah. uh, occasionally. But I travel a fair amount, and, and a couple of years ago I used to travel a lot, a lot, and you were here by yourself with the kids. But but I'm working from home in the home office, which is like a uh, narrow area <laughs> next to the <laughs> a bed. four by four area of our bedroom. <laughs> yes. Uh, I got booted out of my real office because our girls wanted their own rooms and, you know, of course, we obliged. Um, <laughs> so what is that like? How would you describe being uh, having a husband who works from home, who's running a business, um, having kids who are unschooled, and you know that, that kind of experience? I mean, we have a lot of flexibility with our time, um, but what are the, I guess, what are the biggest struggles of that for you? Well, the biggest struggles are learning to live in close proximity with other humans and dynamic humans, humans that (laughs) really don't jump when you tell them to jump, you know? Um, And I think that that's great. That's what we want, but it's also really hard. So um, all of our kids have a strong will. Um, You and I have a strong will. And getting five people to live peacefully together is sort of the ultimate challenge and um i also feel like uh if we can do that sort of like the ultimate goal you know what i mean yeah do you do you feel like you are you spend your days saying oh i can't wait till this is done and then and then something more enjoyable will occur like i'm i'm working towards some future goal or do you feel like you're sort of living in the moment i feel like I've tended to say to myself, if only I can get through this phase, then things will be easier. But I actually feel like that's sort of detrimental. Um, Yeah, I could use a little dose of long-term planning. But um, I kind of feel like what's best for me is to just enjoy being in the moment and not to stress about, you know, this next phase or getting through this next phase. Just sort of being here in the now with our kids, not stressing about where they are. And just kind of just chilling, which is very, very hard. Very, very hard with kids, you know? So what, what is the, what do you love about the lifestyle that we've, that we've very sort of consciously chosen and, and carved out for ourselves? What do you love about it? I love the spontaneity and it can, abs- you know, it can absolutely stress me out. The flip side of spontaneity is that the logistics of just getting out of the house are really hard. Really, really hard. (laughs) You know, we'll go to leave and I'll realize, oh, the girls are barely dressed and their hair isn't done. And so it takes us an hour to get out. But we are masters of our own time. We can just get up and go for a walk in the woods whenever we want. And everyone's happy for having gotten out. I love that. 
and everybody else loves it. They may not realize it at the time, but we get out and everyone's happy. It's great. I love it. We don't, we are not beholden to anyone else's time frame. It's all us as a family unit. What works for us. You know, you, you joked about this house not being a castle or whatever. And, <laughs> and, and uh, I'm not at all like disagreeing or downplaying that, but it is a, it is absolutely a beautiful house. And I, I, at the end of the year, usually, usually at the end of every year, I start to sort of reflect not only on the past year, but just the past in general. Cause typically I am not a very nostalgic uh, person who's reflecting mm-hmm. on the past. I'm, I'm very much like, yeah, whatever, it's done. Let's move on. I'm just very, very forward looking. But I usually like to, around the end of the year, New Year's time, start to think back of the previous year and then sort of previous years before that and jump back five years, 10 years. And I was just thinking recently about, <laughs> you know, we got married so, so young. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were, we were dirt poor. I mean, mm-hmm. we had no money. We, we didn't came, have jobs when we, we got married. We came Remember back that? from our honeymoon and we had a mortgage because I had bought a house. <laughs> I was 19 and I had a house. Um, but I had the business that Levi and I, my brother and I had started, uh, we had basically folded up like two weeks before our wedding. So we go on <laughs> our honeymoon, we come back, neither of us have jobs. Right. And you were still finishing school. Uh, mm-hmm. You were in college. And we're just like, well, uh, you know, we had this little crafty little house that had all kinds of issues and problems. It was probably like 900 square feet. It was mm-hmm. tiny. Yeah, it was and, small. Um, but it was, it was okay. Yeah. I mean, everything was okay. And then we moved, when we moved to Lansing, the place we lived there. <laughs> it was like those half were, as big. Those were dark days. The they, first, it was tough. What was it, three months, six yeah. months? Yeah, yep. before we moved to a, a decent apartment. We were in this little upstairs apartment it was the upstairs like section of a house and the house right next to us with a chain link fence there was some kind of drug dealing something going on (laughs) and they had these big massive dogs huge rottweilers yeah heather was pregnant and they would it was in the middle of the winter and they would jump up against oh even moving there remember Mm -hmm. that when we moved the it was so snowy yeah mattress on top of the yeah your truck went you know out and it went went off off the highway down the ditch into the freeway oh you remember that it was ridiculous oh i couldn't forget it It was crazy but so yeah, it was scary. And in this little apartment, it was like the it was like half it was like side of the building. So the the slope of the roof was you could see it, it was like an interior. You know, the the room had a sloped ceiling to it. A couple of the rooms did, including the bathroom. So the bathroom oh, was so small. Yeah, it had this big cast iron tub, which was cool, but the roof was sloped so low there was no room for a shower. <laughs> so there was a hose hooked up to the faucet, <laughs> and I would get it. I, I was working in the state legislature, so I had to wear a suit every day. So I would get up. <laughs> To shower and then put on my suit and go in and you know pretend to be like a professional and I would be I would be crunched down in the bathtub with a hose showering myself like in the fetal position like with a hose trying to reach it over my head yeah but wearing the suit was worse than the shower for you that right? is true I would I would do cold showers every day if it meant I never had to wear a suit um, which is the real reason I started a business yeah there we go <laughs> um, truth finally but I mean I just remember there were there were moments in there that were just like. Like those were kind of dark days in some ways. Like at the time they weren't, but just looking back, man, that was hard. Yeah. It was hard. That was a hard pregnancy. You had preeclampsia and everything. And just right. and, and thinking about how far we've come now, the things that I... The things that seem like a big deal now. Yeah, the things that yeah. seem like a big deal now. What it, On the one hand, it only ever ratchets up, right? So... My stresses you, and struggles. What do you mean, like in terms of responsibility? Well, yeah, in terms of the 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 game, the scope of what a yes, big deal is. Yes. So, yeah. So on the one hand, like I never worry about you know um, 
pulling a muscle in the shower because, <laughs> because I'm trying to shower with a hose. Yeah. Okay. That was my big stress, yeah, right? Or, uh, oh no, you know, I can't afford a new tie. So I have to go to St. Vincent de Paul and buy mm-hmm. a $2 tie. That was the yeah. things I stressed about. Now I'm stressing about running a company. Mm-hmm. What if, what if the company struggles and I have to fire an employee? Mm-hmm. What if I ruin someone's life, right? Mm-hmm. That's the stakes go up. Now, on right. the one hand, our life is very much more comfortable. It's the life we want. We've worked hard to, to get in a beautiful place that we love. We're mm-hmm. 15 minutes from the beach. But on the other hand, like the stakes are really high yeah, too. Yeah, definitely. And so like, I think where we are now, even though all the things that are nice and creature comforts that we wish we would have had then, all the responsibility that comes with it, mm-hmm. I don't think we would have been ready for it. Definitely. Anymore. It's like life is, you have a capacity as you get older, your family gets bigger, you have more responsibility in every way, not just family, but like your business. Life is just fuller. Um, and like you said, it can go either way. There's so much more that could happen in either direction than you could ever conceive when you're younger when you have less under your umbrella of responsibility. I don't think I could even have conceived of it then. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. It, it's it's good. It's really weird. I don't think I ever would have understood this being younger that it's not bad. I think I would have felt like the weight of this sort of, burden's not the right word, but just fullness, the weight of it would have seemed like a bad thing. It's not. It's good. Do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. It's good and yeah. vibrant. It's what you and want. I mean, full and heavy at the same time. You want to be growing and making progress, and that means new challenges, and those right. challenges will expand. But it's it's easy, sort of, to envy people in a further ahead on the path than mm-hmm. you are, and right. assume that you wish you were in their position. But you really, I know, I did. You definitely. can't have it handed to you. You have to grow into the type of person who can handle the rewards, but, right. the, but also the responsibilities that come with. That kind of life. Definitely. Um, okay, so the future, which is my favorite topic. Enough of the past. Enough of this wishy-washy <laughs> bullcrap. Uh, so 2016, what does it have in store? Well, I also I already mentioned a few things for the podcast. We got this great new intro music. Thank you, TimLevanMiller.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have um, sponsors, fee, praxis, um, potentially more in the future. If you want to sponsor the show, give me a call. Um, and <laughs> you don't like that voice, do you? Hey, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Your used car salesman voice. Sometimes you got to <laughs> flip into that. Um, but, and we're going to be doing obviously more new episodes of the show, but for us, and, and there's a lot going on with Praxis, we're going to be rolling out, um, I can't give anything away yet, Ooh, but we're going to be, be rolling out some some new products, uh, tar- hitting some some sort of expanded markets. Things are, are really exciting in 2016. But for us as a family, Heather, why don't you tell them the big news? <laughs> oh, um, okay. Um, so in February, you know, usually we go through the doldrums of winter, which here in South Carolina, that's really nothing compared to Michigan where we're from. But... We decided to spend a good portion of our winter in Ecuador. Um, And I'm excited, but as the time draws nigh, I'm getting more and more nervous. Yeah, we're going to be there six weeks. Early February to mid March. It's going to be about five and a half weeks in Mompiche, Ecuador. And um, okay, how did we decide to do this? How did this come about? Oh, man. Um, It was probably March or April. 
And I, you definitely spearheaded this, but I think we'd both been wanting to mix things up a bit. And you just said, hey, we homeschool. I work from home. Why aren't we traveling more? Right? Yeah. And I mean, so we started the search of, we decided, let's go somewhere. And Isaac really started looking for where to go. And um, pulled up Airbnb and just sort of looked all over. And we decided on Ecuador for various reasons. Yeah. I mean, for me, well, there's a couple of things. I had, actually, I think we both independently, or maybe I told you to listen to it after I listened to it. I'm not sure. But we were both, you know, listening on and off to the Tim Ferriss podcast. Mm -hmm. And I listened to an episode where he read an excerpt from the book Vagabonding by uh, Rolf Potts. Uh And I still, I ordered the book. I still haven't read the book, but the excerpt. I ordered the book. And in. Let it be known. (laughs) (laughs) But it's on my Amazon Prime account. (laughs) My name was on the shipping label. (laughs) A little marital discord for you. <laughs> Fine, you ordered the book. Whatever. <laughs> um, so I, I heard that episode and it just sort of occurred to me like, because we can't, we're not in a position where we can afford to travel all the time. Like, let's take a week and take our family on a cruise. Let's go here. We can't visit a bunch of places together. Like mm-hmm. occasionally if I'm speaking somewhere within driving distance, we all went to Pittsburgh together as a family for yeah. a few days. If it's very low cost, we can kind of do that. But we yeah. can't We can't like take a lot of trips. Right. It's fun, but it's not exotic. Yeah. And I also thought, I don't want to just take our kids to like a vacation. I want them to experience while they're young and while the cost is relatively low for us. Again, there's no school that they're missing. There's no, you know, it's not, there's not any big... We've got internet, so it's a time of the year where I don't do a lot of travel and speaking anyway. We can make this work, um, you know, not without some sacrifices, but we can do it. I want them to experience actually living somewhere, like normal everyday life, not like touristy stuff where you go see the sites and then you come home, where Mm -hmm. you're just like get up in the morning and do your normal stuff, whatever unschoolers do in a normal day, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I still don't really know. None of us really know (laughs) what they're up to. Um, But so, you know, Heather, I kind of made my pitch and Heather was like, I'm with you. Like I knew right away. Usually when I pitch around stuff, I can tell if it's like it didn't resonate. But I knew that it resonated. Yeah, definitely. With you, that it wasn't I, I was mean, not at all forcing I, you or dragging you. I have to say, I definitely felt nervous, but I knew in my gut, yeah, this is right. This is great. When I said two right months, thing. you said one month. Right. So we settled yeah, on six we, weeks. We went back and, forth. and we went a little bit less than six weeks. But the cool thing about it was be, so doing an Airbnb and then being able to put our house on Airbnb on the flip side mm-hmm. and the, the low cost of groceries and things while right. we're there. It's the it's whole... It's very doable. The net cost is very, very low. Definitely. I mean, it's close to, you know, it's close to zero. I mean, it could be zero if you really work hard at it. We'll pay something. But um, so this is going to be really, really cool experience for us. So I'm all mm-hmm. excited. We found a place. It, it looks like a... It looks okay. Like, it so looks like a Swiss family Robinson Yeah, I was just going to say, we yeah. talked about that earlier. I mentioned right. that earlier. It came full circle. You know what? nothing happens by accident (laughs) we're staying in this really cool bamboo swiss family robinson style house in Montpiche, ecuador now the house surfing slash fishing village the house does not have air conditioning yeah i know it has mosquito netting though yeah it has mosquito netting uh you know they do use the dollar so there's not a lot of difficulty with exchanging money or whatever but you know it's it's not a lot not a lot of people that are speak english right the Are you scared? Lady don't. Yeah, I am. But it's not, I, I can see the difference in my mind. It's not 
fear for safety. It's fear of discomfort. Yeah. So I can tell my gut's going to be a good thing. And, you know, you know, I think that you are more in touch with your need for adventure. For me, this is about humanizing the world for our kids. I want our kids to see that there's more than America out there. America. You know I, America. It's only it's only two syllables. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I said it wrong. But we, I, and we take that, them to Walmart sometimes. That's to, you know, for it's a cultural experience. But that's America. I know. That is right. that's the epitome it's of pure America. America. So I'm excited for this. Um in that sense. Yeah, so I mean it But I am definitely nervous. Definitely. Well and, and I'm the biggest thing for me is like we the owner of the home that we're renting, um, it's a couple and one of them is from Montpiche, but one of them is from Right, she's from Oregon. From the US, right? Yeah. And she uh, which is really nice and they live in the village as far as I know. So that's like really nice for us because they can share some of that local knowledge and help us figure out things. But she said, you know, they have high speed internet and she sent me the the data on how many megabytes per second or whatever and I compared it to our internet here at home, which is Comcast, which is like Nobody cares about our megabytes per second. No, but second. this matters. This matters. And it was and it was the same. And I ran a test here and it was the same. Um, so I was like, okay, I can do all my work. I can record podcasts. I can do, I do a lot of Skype yeah, meetings. Okay. I do, that's important, that's right? I can't, point. I can't take five and a half weeks off of right. work. I've got to be. The point is to transfer life to this new right. location. But that, but to right. me, that's the only thing I'm worried about. Like what if the internet is unreliable? Like, you what think if about this? Oh, You're worried all the about time. this? I'm totally worried about it. Yeah. You don't let on. Well, I don't want you to get more worried because yeah. you're worried about other things. <laughs> you, you think that we're all going to get like dengue fever or something. Yeah. Or, or what, what, are those, what are the things that used to die of it? All the, all the, the stuff Oregon on trail? the Oregon Trail. Yes. Which... See, you just said she's from Oregon. <laughs> yes. It's another, this is, there is something it magical happening. It feels like happening. this is all fitting together I should have you on perfectly. every episode. You should be my co-host. Oh, um, Remember we were talking to the Praxis participant? Let's talk about this. Ryan, and he co-hosts yes. the show. There's a, Ryan Ferguson is a Praxis participant. And he has a, a podcast with his right? um, with his girlfriend that they co-host. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, maybe Heather should be my co-host. I don't Aww, know. Aw, look at you dreaming big. Yeah, you know. Um <laughs> No, but so the Oregon Trail, everything that you die of, you know, typhus and whatever. Yeah, or dysentery. Dysentery. Yeah. Um, no, we'll we'll be fine. It's just the high speed internet. That's the only thing that matters. Yeah. No, no need for AC or any. Well, I also have thought about the humidity damaging my laptop or my phone. No, you have. Yes, I That's have. So I have. stupid. I truly have. That's been about one of the only things. You are really weird about your devices and and your guitar, Roberta. He well, named he named his guitar. I did not. And I, his first okay. car. All right, all right. Which I think is okay. really. Did weird. I name you? No, I. Met I'm you. not your belonging. I met you. I got to know you, and you told me your name. That is what Roberta and Titus did. My this guitars. is a really weird. But anyway, illusion. no, Titus is coming with us to Ecuador. By the way, <laughs> Roberta stays here. She's too nice. I can't damage my Taylor Acoustic Electric 514 oh. CE. She's beautiful. She's worth twice what Wait, three times what my car is. Is that is worth. her model number? You know? Yes, she is a model. That is correct. Ugh. Uh, no, but um, but my old Epiphone acoustic electric named Titus. He's coming with us to Ecuador, mm-hmm. and I might actually leave him there and just gift him to somebody. I don't know. Um, Will they want him? Okay. Of What's co- your next question? Of course. Move on. All right, we're almost going to wrap up here. We're almost going to wrap up. I had something I was going to... This is going to be your lowest okay. rated Ooh. episode. Okay, so on... <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you for your vote of confidence. And you didn't bring in the yourself. bottle... You didn't bring the bottle of wine in here. My glass is empty. Your cup runneth over. <laughs> You're married to me. Your glass is never empty. Okay. Aw. So are you going to 
this is a big surfing place. Are you going to surf? You know, I've thought about it. I'm, I've had this fear for as long as I can remember of deep water. It's the openness of it. And it's so funny that you and I are together because you love the open horizon. You love the beach. It's like home for you. The beach is freedom. For that me. Infinite horizon. For me, I need it. For me, symbolic home is the woods. You like Par- to be partial, surrounded. Well, hold on. It's cozy. Partial views of the sky. You're a Norse woman. <laughs> yes, I can't escape it. Partial views of the sky, but I'm closed in by beautiful verdant trees. And Partially like- closed in decaying moss and mushrooms it's all part of the cycle of life no i mean i think of i think the woods are beautiful woods streams mountains yeah but they don't speak but they're to not you. they're not my woods when i go to yeah. the beach it's my beach it's yeah. my ocean it's my right. horizon like that's and i don't I get live. it that's but home i believe to me. you like, yeah all i need to do is go walk on the beach and like everything is right i get a flood of new ideas i know I, for brilliant podcast episodes like this one you I know. know everything it's it's at the coast that infinite horizon and you're just sort of like it's exposed it's open it is but you it's, don't hate it you like it no no it's beautiful but it's it's like the eye of sauron it's too much to behold so did i like strong arm you into moving into a coastal city no because i don't care about that kind of thing i don't care about where we move that much and i'm lucky you just that- care about the money <laughs> <laughs> As long as you have your giant bottles of Costco wine, you're good to go. What a horrible thing you're saying. (laughs) No, No, I didn't buy a Costco membership till a year ago. But you say but you said you love the you love the woods that's home for you, but but you don't care enough to wanna like live in the woods. You know, I think about this though, because I actually feel like I could be pretty happy living in a, you know, I guess like a mountain town on a mountain lake. Are you going to announce that you're leaving me for a ah! I'm kidding. So No, but the thing is, it I don't care as much as you. I just don't care. Yeah. Now you said lake. I could go for that. Yeah. But I still feel You need very, to be on water. I feel so landlocked if I'm in a city that's not coastal. Like it just feels... You know, I think, I think when it comes down to it, I'm pretty particular about all kinds of comfort but i but the topography the landscape just doesn't matter as much to me as it does to you yeah you know all right so when we're in ecuador yeah will you will i surf well we already said i don't know yeah you said you don't know what yeah is there a yes or no i think i'll try all right but i but i'm pretty scared of sharks i want you to commit right now that you're gonna surf. no i'm not gonna come on no this will be an on-air commitment no this is a new year's resolution no isaac morehouse (laughs) i will not commit you don't own me. <laughs> Shoot, I shouldn't have done that. Now you're not going to serve just because you know I want you to. <laughs> partly, um, yeah, partly. You rebel. Yep. That's why I love you. So, uh, what else? Oh, so will you come on? We're, we're wrapping it up, I promise, listeners who, whose ears are bleeding. Uh, <laughs> yes! I'm going for lowest ratings ever. Uh, so, will you, when we're in Ecuador... If I'm able to record some podcast episodes there, will you join me for one from Ecuador and and let everyone know how it's going from your standpoint? um, Of course I want to say yes, and I will. Maybe we can do one in Spanish. I'm sure we'll be fluent. Uh, ¿Dónde está el baño? (laughs) (laughs) It's right right behind us if you you need it. Thank God. Um, Yes, I will. I will. I'll be be vulnerable. It's tough. You heard it here. I'll be vulnerable. All right. So we will do at least one episode from Ecuador sharing our experiences. Um, And hopefully, hopefully it won't be dengue fever and typhus and oh god, that's don't say that. You're the one. Okay, whatever. Yeah. All right. So 2016, a lot in store, including Ecuador. Uh, 2015, a good year. 
let's let's drink to it. Our glasses. Yay! They're empty, they're but empty. we can still we'll go to a new year. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. It's been a blast doing this podcast this year. Um, I can't wait to uh, jump into a whole lot of new episodes and guests next year. I already have several lined up. And uh, Heather, thanks for joining. Do you have any final words? No, but thanks for having me on this lowest ratings ever show. Are, are you serious when you say thanks for having me? Or are you just is that just like a courtesy? I'm just being courteous. Are you kind of ticked that I made you do this? A little bit. I didn't make you, though. That's not No, fair. you didn't make me. And this is the thing. You've tended to give me a little nudge when I needed it. So it's it's a mixed bag. All right. So when this episode blows it up and you become famous, you're welcome. I'll take 5%. God, you have such uh, an ego. We should probably go. But my, not really. My mom is actually staying with us, and we, we just came in here and locked the door. She doesn't, <laughs> oh, she, so rude. She doesn't know what's going on. She's probably out there wandering around looking for food or something and, you know, totally helpless. <laughs> We're coming, Mom. All right. It's been a great year. Talk to you in 2016.